0: Or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.
1: You're listening to a Gravestone Production Podcast.
2: Previously on the Epicast, the dog humanoid creatures post up outside the tower.
0: The first one to come out of the forest is moving forward on all fours, sniffing at the ground. For looking up, looking around, moving a little bit forward, sniffing on the ground and following ahead following this kind of winding path towards the tower. And behind it, walk six more of these creatures on their hind legs. Four of them carry these long bows and two of them don't seem to carry any weapons.
2: Only to be thwarted by Olia's lightning.
0: Yeah. Over the next ten minutes, you watch as as Olya you, uh, uh, describe yourself. Right. how <laughs> You call whitening. Describe yourself and to yeah. murder six of these Antinas.
1: My eyes start to glow a little bit, kind of like my my starry form, where it's just like I'm a little bit luminous, like a little bit more bright than I should be, and and like as I'm doing this outside, you can start to see the the clouds form and then once the clouds have formed into like this big enough thing i like throw my hands down and the lightning strikes our heroes
0: learn a little more about the creatures interesting enough is that they each in their right ear th- their their right ear is pierced and each each one has a little tag with a number on it uh 017 532 621
1: That's a lot.
2: Before resting and setting off to the volcano in search of the Aconite Bud.
1: Well, yeah, but at the same time, they have these same dog creatures. Even if they get back to us before we leave, if they have those dog creatures, they're just gonna sniff us out in the exact direction we go in, and they're still gonna ambush us. So I'd rather have a place where we can at least make a sort of defense as opposed to out in the open in the middle of the woods. What if we still took watches, but we took our eight-hour rest, because we do at least have some defensible position. Who's to say this was the only search party? Yeah.
3: You know what? I am way too dog-tired to argue anymore about this. Let's just, let's just sleep. And I just throw up my bedroll in the middle of the foyer and flap <laughs> down. My armor is still on, and I pass out, like, in three seconds.
2: Oh,
1: my gosh. Sleep tight.
2: The epic continues. Now...
0: Welcome back to the Epicast, everybody. We are here. We are here. We are here. We are here. I am your game master, as always, Scott Graves. Holy cow. With me is Nicholas Meyer.
3: I am here, still playing, sword swinging, uh, Hellboy with the beautiful ashen gray, smoky hair, Smolder Prince himself, Vesuvius, the Scarred. <laughs> and uh, my fun fact this time is that Vesuvius' best friend from Nishval is a... Uh, He's a dorky old guy that runs the gate. So he does like a lot of the administrative tasks. And uh, his <laughs> name is, his name is, um, uh, Klebius. And, uh, he's like, he's kind of like, <laughs> Vesupius really, really likes people who are really, really socially awkward. He finds them hilarious. So he, and this guy's that type kind of like your He kind mm. of is very similar. And he just, he just loves, hanging out with him, messing around with him, genuinely enjoys him. But in a way, it's kind of like he just thinks his dude is hilarious.
0: Okay. Yep. We also have Katie Ming.
1: Hello. Hello. It is. I am still Alia, our lovely little bird girl. And what's a good fun fact for her? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, since she did grow up on the cliffs, she is a bit of a hermit. So before going on this adventure, Aside from like her village, she would only really interact with the sailors that she was like saving from like as a beacon guiding their ships because they would end up like wanting to thank her and talk to her. So she does not have a lot of social practice and social graces. She's not like like super bad at it, like you were saying before, Mm -hmm. like super socially awkward, but she definitely does not exactly know what is and is not socially acceptable in regards to like going out into the world. Like, like at the very first episode when, um, what's his, but the, the really awkward one, um, <laughs> yeah, it is really irid- 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 you. Irid- Grabbed my wings. I was like, huh? Hello. Is this, is this normal? It's not where I come from. Um, so she, she was very thrown off guard and had no idea what to do in that situation, but she's, she's just my little, my little hermit baby. So she's, she's learning, but she left to go. To a convention to study stars, because that's her thing, and is not quite sure how it's going so far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you're doing great. Also have Caitlin Evans.
4: Hello. Woo! Hey. I am the group's only Triton, Demetra. <laughs> 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 At least I think I'm the only one. That's good. Uh special. <laughs> Fun fact, I guess, is that Dimitri used to be a part of a noble house back in Valerian. Whoa. Uh, whoa.
0: uh, um, (laughs) Noble house. (laughs) The
4: minor noble house of Arakai. A
0: minor noble house. fancy.
4: It was a vassal house to the larger, uh, more prominent noble house of uh, Nasotis.
3: Fancy, fancy. Mm -hmm.
0: We also have Jessica Simons.
1: Hi. I feel like I start sweating every time I realize that we're doing fun facts as introductions. <laughs> this is the most stressful part of every single session for me.
0: You should just be thinking about it between sessions, what, are like you what, what your fun facts is. Oh, be.
1: wow. I have so long to think about it between what, sessions. What,
3: what if I ask you a question? I'm, I'm saying. Okay.
1: Yeah. Ask okay. me a question. I have one thing, but who, it's not Who cool. was your
3: favorite sailor that you've won? The person that, uh, like when on the boat that brought you up out of there, who was mm. your favorite person on that boat?
1: I would say that my favorite person on the ship would have been the first mate. Okay. And I think that when she was pulled over the ship, he was very much the one who was like, he's not exactly nice, mm-hmm. but it was like, kind of like a gruff old, uh, older, grizzled sailor who um, let Tossie follow him around. And he is actually the one who gave her her name. Um, oh, wow. So. Not remembering anything is the sailors named her after a few days and there was, there was a bit of a pool on like a, a voting system mm-hmm. on what they thought. Mm-hmm. And she accidentally kept scaring the sailors when she was following around the first mate because Tassi is extremely sneaky and quiet. Mm-hmm. So before they named her, they, um, they just called her a little shade. Cause oh, she wouldn't okay. speak for the first few days as we found out. Right. But eventually they named her Tossi, and the first mate came up with that idea because it was actually Greek for driftwood. Oh, so at least I think it's Greek. Our, our Greek expert, justice Milhan, uh, <laughs> told me about the fact that that did mean driftwood. And I said, that's a great name. That's great. Yeah. So that was the kind of the thing is he's the one who started showing her things like honey, And, you know, random, random, like, life on a ship. So she kind of attached herself to him before she started exploring on her own.
3: And what was his name? His name? Yeah.
1: His name. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm blanking.
0: Codiatus. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you Scott
0: Kodietus. Yeah, his
1: name is Codiatus And I wanted to say Kyle And that wasn't it
0: <laughs> uh, that, was, that was good, I like Kyle
1: No, his name is Codiatus And he was very, very kind to her So that was, that was sort of how uh, She came to start learning About the outside world Tossy, tossed by the sea mm-hmm. Driftwood, because cool. they plucked her Out of the ocean, unconscious
3: It's a great fun fact, Jessica
1: Thank you, Nick, okay.
0: for prompting that you welcome when last we left our intrepid adventures what about your fun fact? What about my? my yeah, fun fact? are you yeah. fun? Yeah, yeah you way that uh, easy.
1: Pfft. Rude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, if I don't get to get out of this, neither do you.
2: <laughs> tell um, them about the dice, uh, Scott. Oh yeah, tell them about the dice.
4: My fun fact
0: is, uh, yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. My fun fact is that I have a pair of dice that I use for all my GM roles when I am I am the game master. And it is, I have a a purple D20 uh, and an orange D20. They're both my favorite D20s that I have. They, I don't know how I came into possession of them, which is part of the funness of it. Because I've I've only bought like three sets of dice and then the rest have just kind of appeared with me. And now I have like at least seven. Um, (laughs) But they're really pretty. I like them because it's really easy to read the numbers on them but also the purple dice specifically is the only die that is, has, uh, ever killed Jessica.
1: I hate that die <laughs> so much.
0: Uh, episode seven.
1: And I hate that. <laughs> die now six, too.
0: Uh, when the orange die did it. <laughs> now they're,
1: so taking turns. they're taking turns. So I think that purple dice killed me at least three times. Actually, maybe more. technically,
0: it wasn't the orange dice because, um, you failed the saving throw. It wasn't a, it oh, wasn't, yeah.
1: I don't know if that counts so much as the fact that it was, was the stunned. orange die
0: that hit you. that then gave you the ability to fail the condition to get stunned. Fair. So by proxy, it's the orange die, the
1: orange die, yeah. but
0: not directly. Mm, nice. So there and we yet- go. The purple is the direct killer the orange is the yeah. indirect killer.
1: And yet somehow, terrifying. somehow they don't roll well when you're actually playing with us.
0: No, it's only DM. Yeah, that's it's true. That's why guys. I only use them when I DM because I don't know why. Now they yeah. still failed. Obviously. Cause the Antennas rolled like a two and a three.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were meant to they were but, meant to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like we don't usually have high death campaigns, but when they do down people or kill people, it's it's usually the purple
0: die. Most of my games when there is character death, it's usually in like a final boss battle. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Or we usually have revivify on hand in the worlds where revivify is a thing. True. Usually. So.
0: But the threat of death is ever there. <laughs> Anyway, when last we left our Intrepid Adventurers, you guys were taking a long rest. And Tossie had just rolled a perception check for the final watch for the night.
4: <sighs>
0: Tassi. mm mm-hmm. Your watch passes uneventfully. I oh. told you guys. Oh, you <laughs> are, you know, I, oh, I really you thought he was going to get gun. us there. Most disappointing cliffhanger of all time. <laughs> <hate> you. Jessica's <laughs> like, he's just going to have us do
3: the long rest recharge on like in the website. I'm like, no, he wouldn't do that. Yes,
1: he would. Yeah, he did
0: it. He's he did that, that much of a sadist. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get your long rest recharge. It <laughs> is the morning and I need to know what you guys are doing.
1: Well, first we eat a balanced breakfast because that's an important start. to I've got
0: a really bad news for you about this balanced breakfast.
1: It's only potatoes.
0: You have exclusively 159 gallons of potatoes. All right. (laughs) I will eat a raw potato.
1: Is anybody opposed? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I haven't finished prepping my spells. I can always just make us all a good berry. I mean, we can have roasted potatoes. We can have mashed potatoes. We can have potatoes. Ah, uh, I mean, sliced potatoes eat. with like a, some sort of fat, like a butter, is technically all you need to live off of. That it has is all accurate. the nutrients you need. Mm-hmm.
3: Is there any sugar in this pantry?
0: Or in the no,
1: damn oh. it, nothing.
0: nothing that the I think you're able to find some flour, but it's got a bunch of bugs in it.
3: <laughs> nah,
2: all right? Well, so I would eat a raw
0: potato
3: like an apple what a beautiful balanced breakfast what is I,
2: wrong with you, you no
4: know. it's did you wash um, it first <laughs> uh, potatoes crunch, crunch, crunch. Crunch.
3: it's nutrition
4: crunch
1: I'm, crunch crunch what the actual <laughs> hell vesuvius i don't know anything about anything but that looks wrong
3: i mean it is how we do it in hell I'm and i th- walk out the
1: <laughs> door am <laughs> gonna
4: throw a potato at
3: the back of your head it misses i'm walking out the door
4: I, I see this and I also follow suit. Nope. And
1: copy nice. him. Yeah, it's I'm pretty to right bake my potato first or at least make some sort of hash browns or something. We
3: got a walk bucket. We got to go now. These people might be like, we don't have time for make breakfast. <laughs> they might be on their way. I can't believe we actually managed to sleep here without them finding us. We, we got to move. Okay, so eat you. a raw potato. It's not that bad.
1: <gasps> Wait, these potatoes are still good.
3: Uh-huh. The average
1: lifespan of a potato, when in a barrel, could be several months. They're usually stored in cool they storage for the winter, which means this charmed. place can't have been abandoned for. You are no, they were. No, they
3: really? were it. You are really into this whole time thing.
1: What? I'm just trying to figure out because the dust was hard.
3: The dust was hard to what? figure
1: out. Oh, <laughs> where's your mind? <laughs> no, idea uh, no i thought you meant like, that you found like crusted hard. dust that was like a layer <laughs> no. that was hard like stone the, and oh i was no. like, what are you talking about to are you you the talking? date <laughs> the tower was abandoned by the dust let's keep <laughs>
0: let's just go <laughs> I'm
1: just let's thinking, go. keep my potato theories to myself so the then. books
0: placed at least 50 years ago so
1: i'm going to pocket six potatoes
0: okay you can pocket six potatoes can she cast
3: magic stone on those potatoes
1: Actually, 12 potatoes.
0: <laughs> magic stone?
1: No. <laughs>
0: Eight potatoes.
3: It's no. Spe- it just turns them into magic projectiles.
0: No, I think it has to be rocks, is the
3: <laughs> material of the spell. They're not rocks, they're potatoes. All right, let's turn in three fate tokens to change anyway. that way. <laughs> Moving on.
1: <laughs> potatoes to rocks. It's <laughs> Sorry, impossible. That's the
3: php called magic potato.
0: You are going to travel to the Temple of Lotix.
3: Yaf Yamen,
0: yum. volcanic.
3: Yeah.
0: It is a four hour hike. Cool. Up a mountain. Ew. Oh. Lovely. And as you hike closer and closer to the caldera, once you're past the tree line, you begin to see several ruined buildings collected around a large stone door set into the mountain. At this point you are you are well above like high up on this mountain that you can see the entire rest of the island beneath you. You can look over to the east and you can see Mara's Tower. You can see this forest and the plains in the middle of the island. You can see a little bay uh, to the north of you. And you can see, looks like a little bridge out to an island in that bay that has the, uh, looks like a ruined temple. And then you can see the on the west side, the cliffs that you hiked up and then the very large compound where you can see see the the three mansions the courtyard the large barn and then the sprawling little orderly houses that form the rest of the community that lives on this island behind you to the south up towards the caldera is where you see these ruined buildings collected around a large stone door set into the mountain The ruined buildings are made of stone, blackened with soot and dust. Long stretches of igneous rock flow between and around the buildings, sometimes reaching inside. Some of the bricks of the buildings are deformed and metals appear warped. Here and there, small white flowers and dandelions pop up in the cracks of the rock. The stone door into the volcano is sturdy, strong, and at least 15 feet tall. Carved into the stone above the door is a symbol of an anvil and the words, Forge of Lycris.
3: I uh, I pick up one of the dandelions and I try to like <laughs> compare it to the thing on her arm, but like, Is... non-conspicuously. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, that definitely no, wasn't no. It. I oh my gosh! No. Hope no one saw me.
1: No, no, no. Uh, um, oh, can did I... you need something, Vesuvius? No. Uh, what? Did you need something? No, I'm good. Oh, all right. No. I didn't want to interrupt the, the the whole thing. I do have pass without trace. Do we want to say that as we were leaving, I cast that, so for an hour we can't be traced except for by magical means.
3: Hell
1: yeah. Yeah, that's Hell a good idea. Like,
0: yeah. That's a very good idea. Absolutely. Okay, great. I'm going to do that. Do Kay. it. Freaking do it, you. Do that. Uh, a little bit of retcon in there. Yeah, um, I just don't want
1: to interrupt the whole like description no. of us going yeah. on about.
0: So, about. Are you going to check out the little village here, or are you going to go
1: into the... Can I yeah. look around the village a little and... I'm also inconspicuously trying to compare my arm to uh, like a couple of the smaller like <laughs> damn, like, like the lily flowers. I'd already the thought of that before you The flowers on your arm me. are
0: not white if that I helps. I am
1: <laughs> oh I have a colored, it's a colored tat?
0: Yeah. It's a colored tat? Oh
1: man that's lit.
3: I didn't, what color is it? I
1: was line work in my mind but this is cool yeah, what yeah, color also thought, is
3: it? I thought it was line work uh it's purple
1: ooh I like purple. purple. Like it's a
3: good a, purple? Like, like, like
1: a rich, it's not lavender is, is it?
3: it? Is it a sexy purple or a bitch purple.
1: Vesuvius <laughs> hates purple. Is it like a nice no, rich it purple?
3: Is, it is a deeper purple. Okay, like, good. No, yeah. I don't hate purple. It's like what you said. You don't like the bright greens, but you like the darker greens. That's It's kind true. of the same for me. Yeah, for that's purple.
1: true. Yeah, the bright greens make her feel very uncomfy. I am actually going to pick the smaller white flowers, though, and put them in my pocket.
0: I like Okay.
3: Them. Like potatoes Do we... and flowers and pears and just a whole... i just going to make some...
1: Like floral potato pear. Vodka. You said you said <laughs> that we found an archway that potatoes. had.
0: Yeah, so there's above the the giant fifteen foot tall stone doors set into the volcano. Uh, it says Forge of Lycris.
1: Forge of Lycris, great. Um, huh. I'm assuming it's like it's in. We already know that they grow in the caldera, so we have to go in here to get to the caldera. Yeah. I mean, unless there's not a way to scale the side of this volcano, is there?
0: That would be very difficult without climbing gear.
1: So we probably How shouldn't high try up that. Is it?
0: It's a good 70, 80 feet So it would take me a lot to fly that.
4: there, too. I wouldn't want to yeah, fly there.
0: Yeah, you, in theory, you could fly over. Yeah. But... Who knows what's on the other side of that caldera? Also, yeah. volcano
1: fumes—you'd have to be careful of that yeah. because of the gas. True. Well, and also if there's something that has any sort of projectile and it shoots at me, then I—what am I gonna do? So, <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
0: it's a long fall.
1: Can I poke around the buildings that will not that are not like covered in lava and see if there's any like remnants of what they were or anything um, left behind?
0: Yeah, it's there's no like actively flowing lava or anything. Oh, okay, it's, okay. it's all hardened mm. lava flows. Like mm-hmm. at some point this volcano exploded uh. and it looks like it destroyed this village. Okay. And for, from what you can tell the remaining things that haven't been burned away because mm-hmm. um, you don't you don't find anything that's flammable left over. But from the, what you do find it looks like this was most likely a bunch of like beds and homes mm-hmm. and like maybe a possible central like market building mm. Due to the fact that that you've been told this is a temple and it says Forge of Lycris, you would suspect that most likely, and with your knowledge that Lotix is the god of craft work and Mm. and construction and everything, that most likely this is the. This little community, all of them worked in the temple.
1: Mm. So we're at the doors of the temple and the community is behind us, or it's around like. The doors of the temple, type thing.
0: It's around the doors of the temple, kind okay. of thing.
1: And it's the type of thing where, like, there aren't, like, handles on this door, we can just
0: kind of push it uh, up. No, actually, as you wa- approach the steps of the temple entrance, the doors will kind of boom, and then with a loud and deep oh. clank, 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 they will open up oh. into a pitch dark room. Oh, that's kind oh. of scary. Hmm.
1: I have some torches if anyone needs them.
3: Yeah, let's, uh.
1: Wait, no, I actually have hooded lanterns, sorry.
0: That, that works. Yeah. Okay. Light up some light. You step into the room. The light is able to illuminate that these large double doors swing open into a foyer, roughly 35 feet wide by 20 feet long. Along the left and right walls are empty coat racks, and in the middle of the floor is a circular foot bath. And across from you guys, on the other side of the foot bath set in the wall, is another 15 foot tall stone double doors.
1: this is like a purification chamber or something water steaming
3: should we wash our feet before we go in the water is warm yeah probably heated by the volcano
1: yeah i'm gonna like fly over and land in the center of the pond like a bird landing (laughs) in a bird bath
3: I'll like wash my feet out of like respect before we go into the full right yeah. right of the temple. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, as you wash your feet, the doors behind you <sharp noise> clank, 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 close. No, no, no. Uh. And then there's another, and then clank, 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 clank. The other doors across from you open up deeper into the sun doors. And so as as the the light from outside fades, as the front doors shut with a solid clank the front door or the these these doors open up deeper into the temple and as the final clunk of their opening fades a low mechanical hiss travels through the darkness igniting lanterns on the five rows of pillars bathing this enormous cathedral in light the cathedral has an arched ceiling some 60 feet tall covered in depictions of the deeds of lotix The room spans 75 feet wide and 100 feet long, ending in a towering metal and marble statue of Lodix. An absolutely ripped harpy with a hammer clutched in the right hand, raw iron in the left. One of their wings is a large, beautiful feathered wing. The other is a large mechanized prosthetic of wrought bronze. Hmm. To the left and right of the statue are alcoves, each with bronze statues of five sables arranged in different positions of play. And then behind the statue of Lotix, you can see a small set of double doors.
3: And just so we are all aware, Lotix is like the god of forging and metalwork mm-hmm. and all that. Kind of like Hephaestus.
0: Uh, yes. Let me move to Lotix. Lotix is the god of metalworking, architecture, invention. The forge master, the one who takes the earth and shapes it into works of beauty. Uh, he, he takes a different understanding of beauty as well, though he values... Uh, he's married to Gleed he understands the value of beauty and its aesthetic lotix views beauty through the lens of function ingenuity and craft so it's for these reasons that lotix who forged the weapons and armaments of the exalted has created beauty his hammer is solid plain rather unattractive but it is beautiful in its function and the perfection with which it exudes its craft to lotix the supreme purpose of life is to emulate them it is to create that which is glorious he has no need for buildings that go unused he has no need for technologies that are outdated he craves that which serves its purpose better.
1: And there's only the one small door.
0: This is a double door. I will door. take you to the map.
1: Hey.
4: Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, uh, this is the map that just is not finished yet.
4: Oh no. <laughs> oh, no.
0: So you get my reference map that I handed him. You could have told us. You could have just said that
1: it's, okay. it's fine. I'm I not- would have
0: preferred to see the nice, beautiful map. I, you can still see it later but.
1: Does my sword emit light in the darkness by the way?
0: Uh, not enough to Mechanically change anything
1: Okay And there's no other exits?
0: Uh, none that you see
1: Alright And the statue is the harpy, yeah?
0: Yes Well, there's three statues
1: Well, like the big main center But
0: yes, the statue of Lotix is the one in the center
1: And the temple looks maintained, right? This doesn't look like a desecrated temple That we can tell
0: uh, nothing about it Appears to be desecrated
1: Okay, is it dusty?
0: Hello Scott, I have a question about Lotix I have an answer about Lotix
3: Um, it's kind of about, like, you know, all the gods in general So, in this kind of Pantheon of the world, like The gods are, like, kind of all Good, right? Maybe they're not this is, like None of them are, like, evil Deities, right? Or how, is it kind of just um, like More Greek, or they're just kind of Incomprehensible. Are, they're just kind of are what they are. they kind of just like It's, it's more of like a,
0: they are what they are. They're they're yeah. they are people who have done notable moments ha- had notable lives enough that the manifestations have decided that they are the exemplary of a thing some some concept and then are given domain over that in the land of Kinos. Okay. Um, so there's no this isn't exactly like in all my stats for creatures, I don't put I haven't bothered to put alignment. Sure. Um anything that would detect alignment or anything like that would not function in Kinos. So like for example, a paladin doesn't have their their divine sense doesn't detect fiends or undead or anything like that. Their divine sense detects piety. Mm-hmm. And it so you can tell, like, oh, there's whatever's on the other side of this door. Worships or is you know, like by- is favored by this deity, mm-hmm. or you know this area is is protected by. Protected by yeah, yeah. So how much does, does
3: Vesuvius right? know about like text, Do you think
0: the basics? The basics okay. Yeah, I, I think Are- despite Vesuvius growing up in Nishval, I think every person in this world has a basic understanding of the deities out there. Sure, it would definitely make sense for Vesuvius to do that because. Vesuvius has probably heard Zarek grump about Lodix, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> all the other gods for that matter too.
3: Personally, it, I think I think Zarek would probably almost like Lodix the most, given he's the most sort of like kind of orderly, yes. and functional. He,
0: he does like probably. he and Lodix have a better relationship than many of the others. That's kind I, of what I was. Okay.
1: I bet your dad hates my hates Nimini because Nimini's literally like constant change.
0: Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> baby! Yes,
3: they're like like the. Almost polar no. opposites. Yeah, they don't get along. Yeah, no. And they fish. have to work together.
0: they, <laughs> yeah, have, to
1: work they together. have to work together. But
3: it's a well, it's a strained working relationship. There yeah. ever was one. Yeah.
1: Does that mean we're healing generational trauma by cooperating? <laughs>
0: no. it's, gonna <laughs> it's gonna take a lot more work than that. It's gonna take a lot more work than that. It's a lot more than two kids working together. Our <laughs> kids working together.
3: Your mother's name is Martha.
1: <laughs> Do you know your mother's name? Do you know your mother at all? Me? Yeah, you. No. Mm.
3: Keep dropping me
1: I know my mom. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say. What we'll be for you? We have what two people coming from relatively ho- healthy families? I don't know about your family, Demetra. Oh, my family is dead except my brother.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Drop that on this now, I don't chill. Oh, well that was gonna be my fun fact for the next episode, That's so a you'll sad find fact. out more. It's Should we do a, a sad
3: fact. fact for next episode? Yes, <laughs> we'll we'll do do a a sad fact. Let's do an unfun fact. We'll
1: call it's DD, depressing details.
3: Oh, <gasps> I like this.
1: Oh my god. Oh my gosh. I'll have to think of a sad thing for her. Most of most of Alia's stuff is just neutral. Oh, sad no. fact. Actually, correction. I don't know if my brother is alive or dead. I wanna go look at the statue. How much bigger is it than I am? Like I'm like two feet oh, and ten inches tall. It's How big is it?
0: Massive. <laughs> like it's this hall is sixty the ceiling is sixty feet tall. Right. It's a good forty feet tall. Whoa. And there's like a five foot tall pedestal that it's sitting on. <sighs> I'm
2: gonna
1: I'm gonna be like flying around it looking at it.
0: <laughs> As you approach the statue mm-hmm. Suddenly Aww. not Suddenly that's Suddenly <laughs> uh, You begin to hear A low mechanical whirring oh, no. And the Sables come to life And rush you And they're going to get a surprise round
1: oh, God, oh. a type of traps.
0: The, What is this that's rushing us?
1: The sables we'll
0: move you back. The They look
1: kind of like weasels they're really, honestly, sables are really cute Why you guys? Are the two squishies the ones rushing in? We wanted to go see the stuff
4: <laughs> I was gonna say I wanted to inspect One of the sides. Look, Curiosity but- <laughs> has
1: killed me more times than I can count That's a lot of sables Oh my gosh There are ten
0: of them oh, shoot.
1: Uh-huh. What um, the
0: hell, we're surrounded, oh my gosh That was yes. Yeah, so these alcoves, these sables with lightning speed oh, Just man. rush you Oof. And they are going to Oh
1: no, they just cut us off
0: no, you're now all fling flanked.
1: No, I mean uh, they cut and I'm gonna get a bunch of attacks.
0: Uh,
1: are kay. they armed with anything, or are they just statues? Nope,
0: they're just-, just they they are are mechanical bronze. Like you thought they were statues. Yeah. But they look to be more almost low-tech signature automatons.
1: Yeah, and they they're just hands and hooves, and that's all they've got. There's no hooves. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking of satyrs. What 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 are they again? Sables? Sables, that's right. Okay, great. Think of like a little weasel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little or, little I, I or like remember. a river otter kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard Aww. sable and thought Seder and I was like, huh? Oh, dude, but river
0: otters are nasty. Oh,
1: yeah. Those suckers are nasty. They're They're very cute, but they're very, they're very, yeah.
0: very cute until they're suddenly not, and they're murdering they're so things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah river otters are also um, like so significantly significant bigger than you would think they would be. Yeah. The uh, sables are like clawed.
0: Uh, great. On They're so cute. Yeah,
1: they're really cute.
0: Uh, ooh, does a 21 hit you, Vesuvius? Mm, yeah. Okay.
1: Sable got a 21 to hit you? Jeez. Are they puntable? Are they small enough to punt? Uh,
0: yeah, they're small creatures. Excellent. Six points of damage, Vesuvius, as one bites you.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Next one's gonna attack you. Uh, natural 20. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, it doesn't confirm because it's it's a not a named creature. So it's just going to be exploding dice. Does not explode. Five points of damage. Okay. Next creature. 15? Nope. Oh, actually, wait. With the flanking, that 15 would have been an 18. No. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Uh, however, it's next attack is going to be a 21. Mm-hmm. Nine points of damage. Mm. Oh, yeah. This was coming at you. Oof. Twenty-two.
1: Oh, I wonder. What is your AC yeah 13. Oof.
0: Okay, <laughs> six points of damage. Okay. Nutty twos on <laughs>
1: that <laughs> one, so it's going to miss.
0: Tazzy. Mm. One coming at you. Alright. 13? Nope. Okay. 15. Nope. Ah. Uh, the other side of flanking you, that's <laughs> natural 20 on Again? the purple die.
1: I that thing is from my...
0: <laughs> uh, minimum damage. Four points.
2: <laughs>
0: and then the second attack from the sable. That's going to be a 12. So, miss. Then there are three surrounding Demetra. Oh. So, first attack from Demetra. 18. And it hits. Nine points of damage. Second attack. Uh, 16 to hit.
4: I think that hits because my AC is 16.
0: That does hit. Meets it, beats it. So it's going to be another five points of damage. Second one surrounding you is going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah. For four points of damage. Another 16 for f- eight points of damage. Final, final sable 20 to 10 points of damage.
1: Oh my gosh, they're really coming at you. Yeah.
0: And. uh, They get two attacks. 21 to hit, so they do get two attacks each. Oh my gosh. For another six points of damage. Yeah. Every single attack hit Demetra. Yes, it is. Demetra is surrounded by herself, uh, a little ways from the group. Tassi and Alia are back to back with. Four sables, uh, two on the north of them, two south of them, and then Vesuvius is slightly lagging behind the group, has three sables on him for a total of 10 enemies. Let's roll some initiative, folks.
1: Ah!
0: I'm going to just roll for the first five and the second five, so just know that.
1: Oh man, that sucks. Not your ruling, my (laughs) roll.
0: It really sucks
1: (laughs) You suck You have a crazy bonus to initiative though You can't complain Yeah, but I only got an 18 Uh Uh-huh, yeah You say
3: only an 18?
1: I have a plus 10 bonus to initiative, so I rolled an 8 Yeah, that's what I meant She can't get below an 11 I got a
3: 4, I don't want to hear nothing
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, theoretically speaking, I could get a lot higher
3: Theories speaking, I can get a lot lower. So,
1: um, <laughs> out of the two of us, who has worse dice luck? Because you and I are usually the ones that have the worst that's, luck in the group. That's, out of that's dice.
3: undeniably me, Jessica. I don't
1: know. It's a know. question. I once went six rounds without hitting someone. Do you that's ever
3: true. like? you ever listen to the Shadow of California? <laughs>
1: <sighs> Our bad. viewers should go listen to Cow- Shadow <laughs> you of you of California.
3: You should. You do some terrible rolls. I I have so bad I killed a man once. <laughs>
1: Pretty bad. That's <laughs> hilarious.
0: It's, <true.
1: laughs> it's hilarious.
0: It's <laughs> hilarious. He was trying to do a cool car stunt and ended up just. Mm, I got a credit failure. Murdering him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't think I've ever killed anyone.
3: Never in your life, Jessica. Never. It's impressive. In this day and age. Thank you. It's hard to do.
1: Yeah, I, I have remarkable self-esteem. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I did my time in customer service. I'm, I'm still doing my time in customer service, and I hate every second of it. It's the worst. <laughs> Listen, viewers, the customer is almost always wrong. So I promise true. you that. Always. Like, they're just, I don't understand.
0: Okay, <laughs> Tassi, what'd you get? 18. 18. Vesuvius. Full. 12. I said full. What? Full. Four. Fo Oh, Yeah.
1: Uh, 15.
0: 15, and Dimitra?
4: 17.
0: Bad news.
1: I'm assuming all of the As, cats go first.
0: Uh, no, well, only half the sables go first. Uh, this sable is on Alia. It's, sorry, not on Alia. This sable is on Tassi. Boo. Natural 19. Did you just pull? And a 17 to hit?
1: Uh, the 19 hit, 17 does not.
0: Okay, only one attack goes through for nine points of damage. Dang. Sable
1: two
0: is on Demetra. First attack is an 18.
4: Yes.
0: Eight points of damage. Second attack, 19 for six points of damage. Yeah, Sable three is also on Demetra. Those are going to miss. And that'll be a 23 to hit, so another eight points of damage.
1: Oh no! Wow. What are you at? She's at 40.
0: But you started with over a hundred, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, what heck? the hell, Ross? We
1: need to get her. If that was anybody it. else besides me, <laughs> they'd be dead by now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Tasi, this uh, stable number four is on you. Okay. That's going to be 19 to hit. Hits. Seven points of damage. Okay. And the final one of this order is on Demetra.
1: Oh no! It's
0: bronze table number five. Eighteen on the first attack for ooh, max eleven points of damage. And second oh, attack no. is seventeen to hit.
1: It does. It does Are we going to
0: build your AC? uh that is six points of damage oh my god mother <laughs> fricker
1: yeah we need to get her not surrounded
0: tassie it is your turn
1: um okay so i've got jeez hmm, okay, okay you're you really
3: funny if this caused a tpk
1: <laughs> death by <laughs> weasel i can't leave alia or alia alone either though well i was about to ask about flying mechanics in combat
0: yes so uh, if I
1: were to hover in the air, does that take You are under
0: my- powered flight. So right. So anything requiring flying, uh-huh. uh, if you want to stay in the air, yeah, is going to require your bonus
1: action. Okay, got it. That's what I was going to ask. Great. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's and that's that's a ruling that I do different from, I think most like the ways it works. But like powered flight, so even like even dragons with wings, they have to spend that bonus action to stay in the air. If you are under the effects of a fly spell or anything that gives you a magical flying speed, that is, you don't have to, that doesn't take a bonus action to use. So just cool. keep that in mind.
1: Okay. I had to take care of this one so I can help because we're hemmed in right now too. I'm going to attack the one directly in front of me to the south. I think that's mm-hmm. the south. Uh, okay. Yeah. Try and, yeah, I'm going to attack that one. Uh, and then we ruled yesterday, because I'm within five feet of my ally, I do get sneak attack on that, correct?
0: Uh, that is correct. Okay.
1: All right, let's see, who is going to not disappoint me today? Oh, man. All right, that dice has disappointed me, and to be 16 to hit?
0: Uh, that's a hit.
1: Ah! Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to get it. 14 damage. Oh, shoot, that's just from the sword. 14 from the sword, and then my sneak attack. Uh, that's another 9 from Sneak Attack. And then, um, can I turn to Alia and, I know talking is a free action, be like, are you good if I go help Demetra or you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll I'll fly out of here. I was going to help her anyway. No, I'll get an attack of opportunity from the other one because I only attacked one with melee. Well, yeah, but they might not hit bonus you.
0: Bonus action, disengage.
1: That's true. All right, all right. I'm going to bonus action, disengage and move. Go to, to flank. Flank with here? I'd say here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bonus action, disengage and go here. So directly to the south of the one behind Demetra, And that will end my turn.
3: So let's find a way to spice this up. A bunch of mongoose hitting us. Let's, let's... I know.
1: Let's not get the crap beat out of us by a bunch of mongoose.
0: It's mongoose. It is Demetra's turn.
4: Okay. Um. And we're I'm now... going to use my bonus action
1: mm-hmm. first. And I'm going to use my second wind. Nice. And I think you get advantage against the one between us now because we're flanking it.
0: Yes, you have against the southern one. You have advantage.
1: Yeah, so I regained nine plus seven
4: hit points from that. Woohoo! Question about action action surge. Mm -hmm. If I use action action surge, do I get three attacks instead of my normal two?
0: You get four. Four. Because it gives you another action, which when you take the attack action, you get two attacks.
4: Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay. So I'm gonna use my first one against uh, the flanked one.
0: Okay,
4: That's a southern one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that mean I get advantage? on? Um, no.
0: Tag. So you no? have... On the
1: southern one, yes. On the, the no. western What?
0: I don't rule... F- flanking is not advantage for uh, me. Oh, okay. Flanking is a plus two bonus. Ah.
4: Oh. Sad.
0: So, okay. The... First one doesn't hit, and then. I'll, I'll explain my reasoning real quick for why flanking is not advantage. Because that negates the barbarian's reckless attack feature which gives them advantage on an attack roll at a cost yeah. of then all attack rolls against them have advantage yeah so but just to then just be like oh smart positioning just get, n- completely negates your second level feet
4: mm.
0: it's to me that feels unfair so the way that i i also want to give shields more of an importance so flanking is a plus two bonus but it caps at plus five so for every additional person flanking, yeah. it goes by up by one. So if you are surrounded on all sides, you're capped. It's plus five bonus to attacks against you. Yeah. Unless you have a shield, which caps the flanking bonus at plus two.
1: Okay.
0: So, because there's only two people flanking this sable that Demetra is attacking, it is a plus two bonus to hit, to not hit. Okay. to damage.
4: That is a twenty-seven. That'll hit. Okay. <laughs> um, do you want me to roll like all all, all of my if I hit four no, four times first and then roll damage?
0: uh, Sure, if you want to do that way.
1: Okay. I mean, you could also. We don't know how strong these things are. If they die, you might want to redirect any of your attacks. But yeah. I
0: would say do two, roll damage, and then.
4: Two more. Judge okay. from there. Then I'll roll damage because I already rolled twice. So that's uh, 14.
0: 14 points of damage. Okay. Uh, it's still up. Okay. How's it looking, though? Uh, it's still pretty healthy.
1: Oof. Um, well, we are level 8 There are 4 of us There are 10 of them <laughs> Yeah, but we can't nuke them in one turn uh, I'm gonna roll to hit that same one again
2: Okay uh,
4: So that's another 27 That'll hit Okay <laughs> And Yeah Is it 20? It's a hit No, damage
0: 20 damage, damn
4: oh, Get him Okay Okay, now how, how does it look? Uh, Still healthy
0: It is It is uh, Wounded so
4: okay, I'm just gonna use my last attack on it. Yeah, yeah. But that does not hit.
0: Oof, Alia, it is your turn.
1: Woo! Okay, okay, you're at 39, which is not looking great. Um, then I think I am going to use my healing spirit so that I can also attack because my healing spirit is a bonus action casting time. Okay. How are you? You're really, really damaged. Has anyone else taken a lot of hits? I've taken a few good hits too.
3: Okay. I'm fine for now
1: I'm going to cast it at third level and I'm going to put it right here
3: right so, next to Dimitra.
1: yes so that on this turn it can heal her for 2d6 I rolled so low that's only 4 Ooh. Oof. hey it's at least it's, uh. it's better than nothing um, and then for my actual action I'm going to attack none of the ones that are like on either side of me have been hit yet yeah
0: to the southeast of you. Yeah,
1: but this it's not. Been. It's yeah. It's the diagonal one, not the. Yeah. I'll I'll go after that diagonal one. It's still within five feet of me, um, okay. and I will use. I'm going to use my scimitar. That would be a 14 to hit.
0: 14 to hit. That will hit.
1: Woo! I rolled minimum damage. I only <laughs> rolled a one. <laughs> Do I have anything I can add to my damage, or is it just because I I just have written down 1d6 slashing? That should be f-
0: for your what?
1: For my scimitar. It's,
3: or plus cimitar, it's plus, it's plus or whatever your, your dex is.
0: Uh, is. Is it finesse? Can, is let me finesse double check.
1: Finesse? I think scimitar is finesse. I'm pretty positive it is because my attack bonus, like to hit, would be if it's a finesse weapon plus dex, my dex. I think it's finesse. Okay, I, then you can add your dex to it. Okay, okay. An then then dex it would be system. Three, three, three points, three points, of, points damage. of damage. It says melee martial, but that's not particularly helpful to me. Yeah, finesse. There it is. Woo! Okay.
0: That is going to move it to the Sable's turns again. Am I going to get a turn? You, unfortunately, Vesuvius, are last in initiative. Has this been
1: one turn? He divided the Sables into two groups, so five Good
0: lord, this is... (laughs) Uh, this Sable is on north of you, Vesuvius. Okay. 21 to hit. Mm Mm-hmm. Eight points of damage. Okay.
1: We can't let them spread us out too much. Next one
0: is, this one is on Alia. Okay. 21 to hit. Uh huh. Six points of damage. Scott, Scott. Uh That'll also hit. What are you rolling, man? Uh, eight points of damage.
1: It's that stupid purple die. It's
0: got two attacks and an okay bonus. You're rolling
3: insane. This one's
0: on Alia. It's got advantage on all of these attacks because they're pack tactics.
1: Um, would you like one of my cursed dice, Scott? So. No. <laughs> he probably hates me enough that to turn on me and give you good numbers. My AC is 14 hit? Thirteen is my AC. So, yes. We got to get you better armor, man. What? You four have a damage. Four, a thirteen? Yes. What are armor sure? are you wearing? I, I'm wearing leather armor. It's
0: another fourteen. You only have
1: leather armor?
0: For nine points of damage.
1: Leather armor? I'm pretty sure should give you fourteen. Eleven, I think, is a eleven plus dex. My dex is plus two. Yeah, no, that's what I was telling Nick. I think yeah. leather armor is eleven leather, plus
3: dex. Don't only even 11. have studded leather armor.
1: I don't you think serious, so. this
3: is against you. Scott, why don't you give her studded leather armor? Come on, man. Leather armor—the second worst armor in the game.
1: I've got leather armor.
0: Uh, actually, both no, these don't. Both these final two sables are going to be attacking you, Vesuvius. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do. Fifteen to hit. Nope. Sixteen? Nope. Eighteen? Nope. Twenty-two. Okay.
1: <laughs> What's your AC? Ooh, 19.
0: max damage—eleven points of damage. Oh. And now Vesuvius, with the lowly <laughs> four initiative, tis your turn. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to turn towards <laughs> the statue. A 0
3: <laughs> I'm going to turn towards the statue of Lotix mm-hmm. and I'm going to raise my arms and offer a prayer to Lotix. Okay. And I'm going to say Lotix, please hear my crowd. This is Vesuvius, son of Zerate. We mean you no harm or disrespect. We are simply trying to find a way to get off this island and reverse the effects of our crew. We Mean you know Harmon, we come in peace. Please. Lay off this
0: attack. Okay. Roll persuasion.
1: I will also say I just rolled my concentration check and I got fifteen, so I'm okay. okay. I used my good die for it. Never mind. Twenty. <laughs>
0: Twenty. Oh. Twenty. Ooh. Okay. It's pretty high. Okay, so that's your bonus action. I will say there's no immediate result.
1: It's also not their turn yet.
3: Uh, okay. Well, I'll ready in action then. And if they continue to seem like they're attacking and it's not going to do anything, then I will just go ahead and just start mauling the one uh, behind me. Okay. Actually, I'm going to cast Bane
0: hmm.
3: on oh. the one surrounding Demetra. Okay. It's a
0: charisma saving throw?
3: Well, it's, I'm ready
0: in action. Oh, you're not casting it. You're just readying it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll see you next week.
2: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) We'll see you in two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks.
2: Wow. Thank you for listening. Our cast this season consists of Scott Graves as your game master, Caitlin Evans as the fighter Demetra. Nick Meyer is the Ilbriger Vesuvius, Katie Ming is the Jury at and Jessica Simons is the Rogue Tossie. The Epicast is produced and edited by Scott and Nick, and our intro outro music is recorded and produced by the wonderful Wilson Moyer. You can find the amazing background audio used during the game at tabletopaudio.com. The character art for the season was done by Andrea Thomas at Andrea Artistic on Twitter and can be found on our website, gravestoneproductions.com. If you like the show, there are three things you can do to help support us. The first is to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Reviews there are incredibly important to getting new eyes on the show. The second thing, which is just as important, is to share us on social media and tell all of your friends. Tag us on there at Gravestone Crew on Twitter and Instagram. It is always more fun listening to shows your friends are listening to. The third thing is, if you have the financial capability, of course, buy us a coffee as a thanks for the work we've produced. We love doing this and any support in such a way helps us continue to do just that. Or you could buy some of our really cool stickers or even the rules to the fate token system or the game master notes for season one so you can run the game for your friends. You can find all of these on our buymeacoffee.com. It's buymeacoffee.com slash gravestone crew. There is also a support button on our website, and you can learn more about the other shows we do here at Gravestone Productions by going to the worldwide web.gravestoneproductions.com.
1: doesn't creature cover everything except for like I'm, abominations? I'm pretty sure there is a locate person spell.
3: I'm pretty sure locate person. Yeah, cuz it's no, a locate no, 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 creature no. is
1: meant for like animal types.
3: No, I'm 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 I think you're wrong, Jess, unfortunately. I think that the Or is, is it Locate Creature? I think Locate Creature. I think definitely. it's Locate wow. Wow. Because yeah. Creature. because creature, Animals is or like,
1: Plants, Locate Object, and Locate Creature. Well, I thought yeah. they divided it. Wild. Well, I think you were thinking of Locate Animal versus Locate Creature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I internally made Creature Animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which Locate Creature would be super help, super duper helpful for um, finding the Minotaur.
3: Oh, yeah. We can mm. just, like, find Minotaur. That's true.
1: Do you think we could just find a random friendly minotaur and talk him into giving us a horn? I think there might only back? be one minotaur only on the island. If he's really, really horny. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Get out! <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, walks away. He's gonna get all the way out. Yep, oh, there he goes. I'm
0: very curious where he's planning on going because
1: Lock the door. He doesn't live in the he state. He doesn't
0: live in the state. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's still going wonder if he's gonna make it to the stairs. No,
0: he's waving at us from the Yeah.
1: There. <laughs> hey, bye, Nick. Bye, Nick. There it goes. All right, now the character of Vesuvius will now be voiced by, uh, okay, rock, paper, scissors over it, guys. he <laughs> will be voiced <laughs>
0: by Dan DeVito. <laughs>
1: uh, next, we have Jason Ballard. By the way, I started blasting. From- <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> anyway, my hair started smoking. <laughs> <laughs> then, oh, wait, wait, my started- dad came out, and I was like, Dad, what are you doing here?
3: So, anyway, I started leeching.
1: <laughs> what was the hand gesture That went with that That's
3: how you do When I
0: leech life Grab their titties and <laughs> so That's what it looks like Yeah <laughs>
1: it's a really Awkward gesture Nick Can you please amend that To like more of a choking For leeching uh, uh, Never mind. <laughs> 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 consent Nick
3: There's no consent With vampiric touch <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> I mean, you could I guess. But anyway. I mean There is consent with my infernal conduit because I can give you guys health from my health. But I haven't gained a full long rest, so I can't do it.
1: Oh right,
0: right. Hey, Scott Graves here, creator of the Epicast. I just wanna say that this show has joined the Amazing Apollo Plus program. Apollo Plus is a creator-owned platform where subscribers can help support a bunch of shows like Marsfall, Wireland Ranch, Someone Dies in This Elevator, and this one. You can listen to shows ad-free and get tons of premium bonus content on over 40 shows. For us sci-fi people, I recently listened to Marsfall, and they have a whole mini-series, interviews, and albums of the show's unique score on there. All of it for $10 a month. That's like having a Patreon account to 40 podcasts for the price of one. On top of that, 70% of your subscription goes directly to creators. This support helps us with getting these shows produced. I know every penny that I earn through this program goes straight into the next season's budget. And let me tell you, as an indie podcaster, every cent helps us keep doing what we love and helps keep the content flowing on a faster timeline. You can join Apollo Plus by downloading the Apollo Podcast app on Android or iOS, or by going to apollopods.com. Again, that's apollopods.com or through the Apollo Podcast app on iOS and Android. Thanks for the support.